Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LaVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. of page one, show number 190 of this whole series. Yes, I think this is only the second, maybe third time I have to go back and look that we've done this show on a Saturday. Uh, Reason being, and I'll explain momentarily here, uh, is because one, we missed you. Two, we haven't been on in a, well, it's only been a week, really. Um, It's only been a week. it's only been a week, but it seems like forever when we're not here with you. I am LaFawn, and I am joined, as always, by my wonderful friend, Mary. How are you? I am all right. I, I'm, not, I'm not too bad, although it is Saturday night, so it should be better soon. <laughs> I know, right? It's 5 o'clock like on should... Saturday, you know. Yeah, well, it's now officially Saturday night. Saturday night, I know for sure, in the in – the, uh, East and here in the central time zone, Saturday early. Well, yeah, I guess you could say Saturday. when does night really begin? I mean, one would have to think that it is after five o'clock, six o'clock. I mean, or night really is. Is it after seven? Five o'clock? I mean, that's where the song comes in, right? Five o'clock yeah. somewhere? Yeah, it's five o'clock somewhere, and it is right now where you're at. So, yeah. Exactly. You know I'm breaking out a beer after this is done. I, you know Until what? Until nine o'clock I, I, when I need to make this love to my whiskey and no. How does it go? Eight. Nine o'clock um, on Saturday. Are you like clogged? Tonic and gin. I need to do a gin and tonic at nine. Are you sure? Yes. 
There's an old man sitting next to me making love to his tonic and gin. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I, I know. Yeah, man. Yes. <laughs> and you know what he was saying as okay, he was having... Hmm? I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, you know what he was saying as he was uh, drinking that tonic and gin? Hmm. Please, go on. Oh, you want the clip? Oh, here we go. It was a stone groove, my man. Yeah, that was what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> I love that clip. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> That's what he was doing. If you've never listened to this show before, you do know that we rely on a lot of that. But uh, we're thankful that you are with us here. Um, the same show, nothing's changed. It's just on a Saturday night for this week. But we'll join you uh, on Friday night. It is the last day of the month. I didn't think that we would be here um, April 30th. Tomorrow is May 1st. Happy May Day. Going. Yes. Happy May Day. Um We'll get to the almanac here momentarily, but I will tell you that uh, for the sake of all, when we get to next Friday, we'll do a more extensive almanac. We'll just kind of get you set for today and the week ahead. Um, But this year is going, like, way too fast, man, way, way too fast. Um, So we were not here last Friday night. Uh, because we did an edition of the 411 Lounge on Blog Talk Radio with Avery Jane, which I hope most of you have had a chance to listen to. Uh, It was a very awesome show. Thank you to Avery Jane, uh, who was awesome, and she loved the show, and she cannot wait until she comes back. Um, And so yesterday, uh, one of us was not here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That would be me uh, Because uh, As I had mentioned on the show With Avery yesterday Well this weekend if you are here in Chicago uh, It is Exotica Which is um, One of the I don't know It's not. Well, I guess you want to call it an expo Uh, It's an adult expo And pretty much what it has is a bunch of uh, adult stars or models or uh, a lot of different um, things in the uh, adult spicier side. Um, I kid you not, uh, if you've never been, and I do know that it happens in Chicago, Miami, uh, New Jersey, and Washington, D.C., I believe. Uh, If you have not been, (laughs) uh, it has a little bit of something for everyone. Uh, whether your taste is whips and chains. <laughs> I saw a lot of ladies walking around with the phallic-shaped lollipops, um, a lot of pasties, um, a lot of – I saw one person walking somebody around on a chain. <laughs> nice. Um, and – Yeah, it's one of those things where nobody's embarrassed because we're all there, and if you're already in there, you came to see your favorite people. Um, A lot of women, uh, because Friday is Ladies' Day. A lot of women there. Um, Aiming their best um, 
and I call match for match attire. <laughs> um, yeah, have you ever been to something like that before? Uh, not something as big as Exotica, no. But I mean, I've been to cons before and and um, expos and that kind of thing. So like, I've been to that kind of stuff, but mostly for gaming, comic books, um, superheroes, that kind of stuff. Um, but not for like not Exotica. However, I would love to go. I think it would be fun. I think. You know, I don't know. I think next year, I think wherever, well, I know it's in Chicago. And from what I've heard, that Chicago is one of the biggest selling cities for it. But uh, I think you should come in. I, I think we should, like, get a booth, just do our show from there, uh, and make a go of it. Because <laughs> there were other podcasts there. There were a couple of different podcasts that were there. And I was like, we could be here. We could be doing this. Just have people walk through and join us and make uh, day of it, but it's it was a lot of fun, and like I said, I had a chance to see Avery, um, and uh, that's now my buddy because um, she <laughs> uh, actually had posted the picture that we took. Uh, it's actually on Avery's site. Um, she did post that picture, so it's it's now on her site, and um, I did post a few of some people that I did run into. I think there's one that I did not do yet. Uh, where I did run into Stormy Daniels. Um, talked with her for a couple of minutes, and then I did see Sarah J, a friend to the show. She's been on a few times. Um, she was busy talking to a lot of people. And I ran into um, Ms. Danny, who I, I, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I ran into her, and she actually remembered me from last year. And I know she wasn't just joking around or kidding, because we were uh, actually sitting and talking, and she's like, you know what? She's like, you were here last year, weren't you? And she's like, and we took a picture. And I was like, yes, we did. (laughs) And... I was so surprised at what she remembered, and I know she now follows me online. Uh, But, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it and can't wait until next year. Um, But, yeah, no, I had a lot of fun. And uh, But no show last night, but we're here tonight. I don't think there's anything else that's going to disrupt the Friday night flow here for a little bit, uh, at least until we start taking vacations. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, no, (laughs) A lot of fun. I think that we should do that. One of these years, and I'm pretty sure it will continue on, one of these years you and I should go. And I know, to see out there, you have AVN, which I know that really hasn't been the same. Um, right. But in years past, you've had it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if they will be doing it like they used to, but, yeah, definitely. Some of the and most that's my fault people. for not ever going to AVN because that's also <laughs> – I've heard it's just a riot. Mm-hmm. So, some of the most interesting again, my fault for not heard. going. Yeah, it, it, it's it's so cool because, like I said, everyone there. I did not encounter anyone that was not, you know, not nice. And it's, you know, I, lo- I know people have their assumptions about adult stars in general and about what they do, but some of the most interesting people that I think I've ever talked to, and some of the most, you know, honest people. Um, and 
no, not all of them have daddy issues or had things that happened to them as a kid. They just had uh, different drives that pretty much this is their work and this is what they do. And, you know, they have a life. And it's I'm always I, – I, it sounds weird, but I get giddy hearing about the normal stuff because everyone has their assumption about the lifestyle and they what they think. But they like doing things that – just like you like doing. They like going out to dinner with their friends, talking about the latest movies and, you know, uh, different things that's going on in their life and not just shop. Uh, very rare. But, yeah. So if you're in Chicago, Exotica um, tonight uh, going on and then tomorrow. So, um, but yeah. No, that, that was my evening. <laughs> that was your evening. Yes, Correct. And I was at home. <laughs> really exciting stuff riveting uh, <laughs> you know what happened when, when that just happened I was I, I was I was thinking about you know in the days when I used to listen to or watch uh, Regis and Kathy Lee or even Regis and Kelly and Regis would go on for about five, ten minutes about his night, and he'd go on and be like, yeah, we had him in the West Village, and Don Rickles was there, and uh, Bob Newhart came with him, and in walks Donald Trump, and then uh, we had dinner with uh, Fred and James Galizzi, who uh, had this and this and that and that, and then I regaled them with stories about Notre Dame, and then Rickles gets up and does ten minutes of stand-up, and blah, 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 and then we ended the night over here uh, for drinks at such and such, and then Kathy would be like, yeah, I was home with the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Frank fell asleep at about 9 o'clock, and then that was it. <laughs> I, I made it to 10.30. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> It's just been a long week for everybody. I'm shocked. Now, I will actually tell you, I did leave. I think I left at about, because unfortunately I have bad ankles, so I can only walk so much. And I left a little earlier than I had planned. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it was still a lot of fun. So, no, I uh, enjoyed it. But, yeah, and then we went here, and then we went there, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. That's the best reason. You're the new Regis and Kathy, is what you're saying. No. You don't have a deal with Carnival Cruise Lines, and I don't have Regis' money. <laughs> no. We'll get there unless, eventually. Yes, unless you unless you have a deal I don't know about. And, yeah. Unless you've got uh, Oh, yeah. Right. Um, was I not supposed <laughs> to be strong? Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, but no, same show tonight. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll give you a heads up on what's coming up. Uh, we'll talk about the Almanac here shortly. And then one of the stories that we'll talk about before uh, well, topic one, uh, yeah, this is unfortunately where we have to get to a serious story where it was just something that you have to hear. And, and we'll have our comments on it about a young lady in a situation that she had happened uh, at a school in Memphis. And then we'll have our retro moment of the week. Uh, then we'll talk about something that Tennessee just passed 
in regards to drunk drivers, which I think is long overdue. Uh, and then a birthday situation at your job that you take them to court for. <laughs> we'll explain. <laughs> um, and then we'll take a look at what's trending on Twitter. Yay or nay tonight. Uh, and then uh, we'll have a special kind of fourth topic, which is kind of what I like to call our after dark topic. Uh, I'm pretty sure Mary did her research on it and um, we'll have her own opinions on it. <laughs> uh, but uh, we will do all of that. And then, yeah, um, we'll be the show this evening. And like I said, uh, tomorrow night, uh, before I forget, um, scheduled to join me. Uh, for the 401 Lounge is Holly Jane. That is tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Central. Uh, interesting backstory for her. Uh, you'll have to hear it if you have not seen this. If you have not seen the Huffington Post article or the Newsweek article or the other articles that are out there, just type in Holly Jane and uh, Holly Jane OnlyFans, and you'll hear her story. She'll talk more about it tomorrow night um, so that's what's also going on and like I said if you haven't heard the Avery Jane interview hear that one as well you can hear us here and Friday. so wait a minute this will be two shows literally in a week for us no well we always do two shows within six will that be within <laughs> try to think of the math here <laughs> it'll be six days between now and the next show yes Thank you. so yes so yes so, yes, we're working hard for you, too. Uh, our normal time, Friday nights, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. So with that, uh, today is April 29th. And with today, uh, 30th, with our, oh. <laughs> today is April 30th, <laughs> the last day of the month. Tomorrow is May 1st, but it is National Adopt-A-Shelter Pet Day. It is also National Bubble Tea Day as well as National Bugs Bunny Day. Uh, it is Hairstylist Appreciation Day, National Honesty Day. It is National Military Brats Day. Uh, it's also National Oatmeal Cookie Day. What did you say? I said, whoop, I'm a uh, military brat, so. Yes, you are. <laughs> it is also National Oatmeal Cookie Day. Uh, it is Preparathon Day. Raisin Day, uh, Sarcoidosis Day, uh, it is National First Date Ladies Day, Kiss of Hope Day, Pool Opening Day, Rebuilding Day, and Sense of Smell Day. And then tomorrow, May 1st, it is Law Day, May Day, as Mary mentioned earlier. It is National Chocolate Parfait Day, National Loyalty Day, National Mother Goose Day, is School Principals Day, Silver Star Service Banner Day, uh, National Infertility Survival Day, and National Lemonade Day. And you were going to say something. <laughs> no, I was just uh, Mother Goose. <laughs> Who did you goose? Mother Goose. <laughs> Mother Goose. <laughs> yes. Or somebody can be a mother goose. Uh, <laughs> <where> it goes. <laughs> and then May 2nd, on Monday, it is National Life Insurance Day. 
uh, National Truffle Day and Melanoma Monday, which is the first Monday in May. Um, you know what? Uh, actually, while I'm thinking about it, and I know it is National Life Insurance Day, um, I used to uh, have a license to do insurance. Um, it, May 2nd marks the anniversary of the first day that life insurance became available in the United States. It also it brings awareness of the benefits of life insurance. Um, did you know that the sale of life insurance in the U.S. began in the late 1760s? Uh, the Presbyterian uh, hmm. Synods in Philadelphia and New York City created the Corporation for Relief of Poor and Distressed Widows and Children of Presbyterian Ministers in 1759. Um, so what happened was that the Episcopalian priests created a comparable relief fund uh, years later in 1769, and between 18 to, uh, 1787 and 1837, more than two dozen life insurance companies were started, but fewer than a half a dozen survived. Um so often, and I'm kind of going to go off the beaten path here, when you see tragedy occurs, what's the first thing that usually happens? People will always say or start, you know, a GoFundMe or uh, something else, and it's in a way kind of failure to plan because if you think about what we spend or what we waste money-wise in a month, you could get a life insurance policy. So. Uh, for my friends out there, um, you know, I know everybody thinks that they're young and indestructible, but anything can happen at any given time. Definitely look into that, and that money that you spent probably at McDonald's a couple of times a month, maybe looking to get in a life insurance policy. So just saying. Um, I, I'm just surprised at plan, but I, I guess I really shouldn't. But uh, May 3rd. It is National Chocolate Custard Day. A lot of chocolate and raisins and stuff like that. These last um, National Garden. What's wrong with chocolate custard? Nothing. 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 I no. It's just that I've I've noticed that there's a lot of chocolate and raisins and chocolate covered stuff in the last few weeks. I'm not sure if like they just crammed it all into like April or May, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what happened. Um, Chocolate Custard Day, Garden Meditation Day, National Montana Day. It is National Paranormal Day, uh, National Raspberry Popover Day, National Sand Architect Day, National Specially Able Pets Day, National Textiles Day, National Two Different Colored Shoes Day. I have a feeling you're okay. going to ask me about that, and I will explain it in a second. Yeah. Uh, Foster Care Day, National Teacher Appreciation Day, uh, Tuesday the first full week of May is National Teacher Appreciation Day, and definitely we appreciate all of our teachers. We don't get paid enough, um, so yes, we appreciate you. Uh, and also it is National Lumpy Rug Day, but let me explain the first one. <laughs> um, each year on May 3rd, uh, National Two Different Colored Shoes Day. It encourages us to celebrate our uniqueness and put it on display. This day stands out from the other 365 days of the year. So on that day, wear two different colored shoes and see where they take you. You may discover you uh, walk to a different beat, or perhaps you take a road less traveled. Maybe, just maybe, you'll see the world a little differently. One foot might ache more than the other. The left foot might be a little more colorful, too. Is one dressed snazzier than the other? Maybe. It may be likely you'll get a few blisters, sideways looks, and a chuckle or two. Uh, but what the day sets out to demonstrate is our differences and that they should be celebrated, not mocked. 
So, yeah. Nice. So two different colors day. So I think that's a pretty cool thing. And Lumpy Rug Day, uh, <laughs> May 3rd, it is uh, some people view today as a day to appreciate a good, clean rug and incorporate that into spring cleaning. Uh, along with this view is the idea to enjoy the old lumpy rugs and the comfort they have bought to your home. <laughs> uh, the other view regarding today is the way we sometimes sweep unwelcome facts and issues under the rug. We often take bad news we want to ignore and tuck it away so that we can avoid it. That's how we sweep them under the rug, though it really does us any good. Uh, so, uh, that is what uh, some people say. It's kind of like spring cleaning, bringing in fresh new and yada, yada, yada. Uh, and then on Wednesday, it's bird day, candied orange peel day. I don't think I've ever had that. What? Uh, candied orange peel? I don't know if you've had it or not. I've had it. Well, like, try- No, uh, it was it was something that my mom liked. She always seemed to have it nearby, okay. you know, like within arm's reach kind of thing. Um, and I don't know if that was just something she liked from when she was in the Philippines, or if that was something like that was the first thing that she liked when she came to the states. But yeah, that was something that she liked, and we just I don't know just remember it or not, but I remember that she always had it in the house. Um, hmm. Me? <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> um, I, I don't know about not a fan, but it was just me. Um, there are other candy anything that I've had that are better. There's some stuff I don't like that worse, so it's somewhere in the middle. Gotcha. Okay. It's it is also national. It's also National Orange Juice Day that too. That day too. Uh, national Renewal Day, National Weather Observers Day, and National Skill Trades Day, National Interpreter Appreciation Day, National Bike to School Day, and I'm leaving the last national day to you because you already know what that is on that day, don't you? On which day? Um, May the fourth be with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, National Star Wars Day. Star Wars Day. <laughs> and then on Thursday, 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 it is Cinco de Mayo. De Mayo! <laughs> I found out a lot of it cool is... stuff about Cinco de Mayo. Not going to lie, I had to do a quiz like thing which meant that I had to do research and figure out stuff for to questions, and there's some good stuff in there. You know what? I'll next, you next year. Friday. Yes. You know what? Next year, I believe, if it's not a leap year, um, Friday will be a Cinco de Mayo day. The 20, uh, 2023? I sure hope it's not yeah. a leap year. Then we got something messed up. <laughs> also National Astronaut Day, National Cartoonist Day, National Hoagie Day, National Silence the Shame Day, National Totally Chipotle Day. Uh, the first Thursday of May is also a National Day of Prayer, the National Day of Reason, and it is World Password Day, not the game show, which is one of my favorites. 
each year on the first Thursday in May, World Password Day promotes better password habits. Passwords, of course, are the critical gatekeepers to our digital identities. And in a cyber world, secure passwords are important. Uh, other than keeping your information offline, uh, long, unique, and complex passwords protect your valuable information best. So the best way to observe it is to change an old password to a long, strong one, turn on two-factor authentication for your important accounts, uh, password protect your wireless router, don't store passwords on your computer or phone, log off when you're done with a program, and periodically remove temporary Internet files. So um, in just a um, heads up, when we get to next Friday, there's two things coming up. Um, on next Friday, I'm telling you ahead of time, hint, hint, so that you'll know, but May 6th is National Nurses Day, and thank you to all of our nurses as well, because they do a lot of the stuff doctors don't do, and see a lot of the stuff that a lot of people don't see. Um, so we appreciate you here. And it is also National Military Spouse Appreciation Day. Um, so, Yes. Those are all the things that are coming up here within the next week. If you follow it, now you know. And knowing is half about you know. <laughs> Sorry. That's not the song, but I don't want to get copyrighted picking. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody uh, saw that rainbow. They all saw the star with the rainbow. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yes, they did. <laughs> see, I think see when you when that happens, I think GI Joe. Maybe that's because I'm an '80s kid. You know, I, I know that one came toward the mid to late '80s, but it's like when I hear "Knowing It's at the Battle," I'm like GI Joe. Yeah. Swiss <laughs> <laughs> cheese sandwiches. I yes. think of both, but more people think of the rainbow. The more you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah stuff. I guess. In the W. Come on. <laughs> oh man Alright so here's the thing We're already at the halfway mark Should we go into the first story mm-hmm. Or should we go to Retro Moment of the Week You know I'm going to have some, some shit to say about that first story If it's the same one that we were talking about The one from Nashville Yeah uh, uh, Not the Tennessee Bill about the drunk drivers is the one about the college student. Yeah, yeah, Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, the one um, about the college student? I probably do yeah. stuff about that one too. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's raring and ready to go tonight. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do retro moment of the week first because I have a feeling that uh, this one is going to be a moment. So uh, two retro moments of the week tonight. Who knows? If we have time, we might do a third one. But uh, for now, the two main retro moments of the week. Uh, one, uh, an 80s uh, iconic commercial. And then, of course, uh, because Mary loves her uh, jingles, we've dug a little deep in the crate for this one tonight. One that I'm sure, unless you are older than 50-some years old, will you remember. Uh, but we'll do those two, and then we'll come back. But first, you're listening to page one with LaVar and Mary here on Blog Talk Radio. 
Okay, Eunice Travel Plans. I need to be in New York on Monday, LA on Tuesday, New York on Wednesday, LA on Thursday, New York on Friday. Got it? Got it. Got it. So you want to work here? What really makes you think you deserve a job here? Well, sir, I think I'm like, I'm good at figures and have a sharp mind. Excellent. Can you start on Monday? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Without hesitation. Congratulations. Welcome aboard. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And in conclusion, Jim, Bill, Bob, Carl, Fred, Low, Dork, Ava, and Ted. Business is business. And as we all know, in order to get something done, you got to do something. In order to do something, you got to get to work. So let's get to work. Thank you for taking me. Pete, you did a bang-up job. I'm putting you in charge of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I know it's perfect, Peter. That's why I picked Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's perfect. Peter, may I call you Pete? Call me Pete. Pete. Is Mr. Schnitler here to see you? I'll wait 15 seconds. Can you wait 15 seconds? I'll wait 15 seconds. Congratulations on your deal in Denver, Dave. I'm putting you down to deal with Dallas. Don, is it a deal? Do we have a deal? It's a deal. I got to go. I got a call coming in. Hi, Doc. Just double down. In this fast moving, high pressure, get it done yesterday world. Aren't you glad there's one company that can keep up with it all? You got a deal, good. I'm putting you down to deal with Dick. Dick, what's the deal with the deal? Are we dealing? We're dealing. Dave, it's a deal with Don, Dork, and Dick. Dork, it's a deal with Dave, Dick, and Dave. Don, it's a Dork with Dick, Dave, and Dick. Gotta go, Dave. Disconnecting. Gotta go, Dick. Disconnecting. Gotta go, Dan. Disconnecting. Federal Express. When it absolutely, positively has to be there overnight. When beer can't make it, man, I get the brew that can. I know I won't run short. Get me that twist cap for it. Country Club is for me. I dig malt liquor. Oh, I dig malt liquor. The message that I get is one I won't forget. I dig malt liquor. Country club is for me. Country club for Lego in the twist cap court. You're listening to Page One with LeVar and Mary on Block Talk Radio. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. Page one on this special day and time, Saturday night, April 30th, LeVar along with Mary. Who knew that you could have a fancy malt liquor commercial from the 60s, early 70s? <laughs> Country Club malt liquor. And now today when oh, you think malt liquor, you just think slits. And all you think of is somebody standing on the corner drinking out of a bag. <laughs> Mm, the days of bad drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, of course, the FedEx commercial. I know that guy made so much money in the 80s off of doing commercial. And, um, Just like Papa Fast, we got a lot of info in there. Yeah, I know. I know. So if we have enough time, maybe one more tonight. But uh, that's Retro Moments of the Week. Um Hope you enjoy them. So there's a few, and well, we're going to get to the crux of the show, but there is a few stories to talk about. One that I saw the other day, and this one came from NBC, and it was a story about a young lady um, whose name uh, is Mara Loke. 
And she had told an administrator at Visible Music College where she was a senior that a male classmate had choked and raped her last November, and she expected that school officials would help her file a police report and arrange a safety plan. Instead, she said in a federal complaint filed with the U.S. Department of Education on Wednesday that administrators at Visible, which is a Christian college in Memphis, Tennessee, accused her of breaking school rules against premarital sex with a different student, an ex-boyfriend. She denied having sex with him but said that the school threatened to expel her unless she signed a confession and finished the school year remotely. Visible Music College administrators also told her that they would not remove the accused student from her classes because police didn't arrest him, nor would they conduct a Title IX investigation because the alleged assault happened off campus. And administrators attempted to bar her from telling anyone else at the school that she had been raped. Uh, She said that she, quote, she felt just like, why did I even speak up? That's truly how I felt for a long time because everything seemed to keep getting worse. Her complaint asked the Department of Education to conduct two investigations of Visible Music College. One would evaluate whether the school violated the Cleary Act, a federal uh, campus safety law that requires colleges to advise students who report a sexual offense of their rights and assistance options. The other would examine whether the school discriminated against Loke under the gender uh, equity law, Title IX. Uh, Visible has retaliated against Mara in numerous ways, according to the complaint. Instead of investigating the rape and providing support, Visible punished her for coming forward. Uh, Carrie Simon, her attorney, added that any victim would be discouraged from coming forward after that. Now, the college declined to respond to allegations raised in the complaint, and the school's president said the school cannot comment on student matters and had not seen a copy of the complaint, but, quote, Visible will cooperate with any investigation of the allegations made in the complaint. Meanwhile, the Department of Education said it would not comment on pending complaints. And it comes as the Education Department prepares to unveil a new set of proposed Title IX regulations next month. Those are expected to significantly alter many of the Trump-era Title IX policies that were opposed by victims' rights advocates, civil rights groups, university administrators, and trade groups representing K-12 schools. Um, And it – she said that she told the administrator of the alleged assault the next day uh, and that she wanted to ensure that he wouldn't harass her because they shared classes. And just to put a further backstory on this, she did file a sexual assault report with Memphis police on November 4th. Uh, the following week, an officer called to tell her that they did not have enough evidence to make an arrest. Uh, the Memphis police department did not respond to a request for comment. Uh, the accused assailant is not being named because he has not been charged with a crime. Uh, on November 15th, they then told Loke and her parents that because police declined to charge that accused student, that, quote, there was not really nothing we can do at this point, so he'll be attending classes like normal. Uh, the meeting's focus then shifted to a relationship with her ex-boyfriend. According to the complaint, the accused student had told the college uh, that Loke had sex with her ex-boyfriend that semester, and the ex-boyfriend had confirmed it. Loke said it was untrue, but administrators told her that she would be disciplined for breaking school rules. And she said it was like a movie and it didn't seem real. And like I said, at that point, that was when they wanted her to sign what was called a pastoral care contract, confessing to breaking rules on premarital sex. Uh, She would then be required to finish the degree online, barred from campus, and prohibited from talking to other students about the assault. Uh, And then... Uh, On November 24th, the college issued a short statement to her stating that it would not do its own investigation of the alleged rape 
because the school did not have the jurisdiction over an incident that took place off campus. Um, the school has a dorm, but she lived in an apartment. And she pretty much felt that the school planned to punish her for allegedly having premarital sex off campus. Um, so many universities do give amnesty to students who report sexual assaults that occur while uh, they are uh, breaking, uh, in quote, unquote, school rules, including bans on alcohol and drugs. And in 2017, uh-huh. BYU. Uh, implemented an amnesty policy for students who were victims to witness uh, or witness of sexual assault. Um, she declined to sign that pastoral care contract, and she finished the small semester, the fall semester online, and then withdrew, uh, moving back home. Um, so, uh, I, I'm going to go on a very careful slope here. Um, halfway, I know. When it comes in this, not all, not all, so don't at me, don't write me. But when it comes to some very strict Christian schools, it is scary and it is sad that you are not going to get the help or support you need in cases like this because they're looking more, quote, at their bigger picture, not the big picture. This school failed this young lady. I don't even know much to say beyond that, but I know that you were chomping at the bit, and I know that you have comments on this one, and the floor is yours. Oh, okay. I, I, I hear what you're saying about very Christian schools, and we went to a moderately Christian school, so that would be they – did, they did a better job back in the 90s than this school yes. is doing in this day and age. I said not all. Not, that's why I said not all. A lot of them do good things. And, and, and ours is not very, very Christian. The school that we went to when we went to school was not a very, very, very Christian school. This sounds like a no. very, 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 very Christian school, um, especially mm-hmm. with the whole premarital sex thing. It's like, really? You guys were in your 20s and I'm at college. You're telling me you didn't have even the urge. Stop it. Right. Um, here's where I'm at with this one. You're absolutely correct. That school failed her. Even if they couldn't do the the investigation, even if they couldn't, it was out of their jurisdiction. Even if there were things that were tying their hands in this case, they failed her by not listening and not providing access to the things that she could use. So if it's out of your jurisdiction, okay, this is out of our jurisdiction. We can't do anything about it, but these this this group can. Let's get you a contact into that group. Let's walk you through to get to that person. It's that simple. We can't do the investigation because it happened off campus, but we can get in contact with the people that can do that investigation, and we will be there for you 100% of the way. They don't have to make any kind of judgments about the person that the, the, the alleged sexual assault happened from, the, the, the aggressor that she was naming. Um, they didn't even have to, like, we can't, we can't change anything because nothing's been charged. So there's, we're kind of out of our hands on that one. But we have these lists of things that we can do. Mm-hmm. So there's a million ways to help somebody without having to compromise your rules, your regulations, and your, like, space. It, and not like take sides still- as well. 
Right. And it was like they were so blinded by the fact that she had sex. It was pretty much like, oh, something happened to you? Oh, that means you had sex. So we're mad now that you had sex. And they didn't even Yeah, it had nothing to do with the fact that it was forced on her. Well, right. allegedly forced on her. That's even worse. So you're telling me I can't have premarital sex. Okay. I've agreed to Mm -hmm. the rules and regulations because I'm going to your school. I can't have premarital sex. I understand I'm not going to have premarital sex. Hard thing to do for somebody with hormones on a college campus with their first time away from home. But, hey, congratulations for making it to 22 on your college campus without having premarital sex. You get raped. You had premarital sex. You're expelled. What? You missed the part about it was forced on me. It was not my choice. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. choose to get raped. And that goes back to the whole victim thing. The, the part that got me was her last line, which was, or her last thing that she said in the article with along with what the school did to me being completely illegal, it was completely immoral, especially with a school that claims to demonstrate Christian morals and values. It's the complete opposite of what Jesus would do. Now I'm not going to get yeah. into the re- not religious part of this whole thing, but if you're going to hold up the values, if you're going to hold up Christian values of what would Jesus do kind of thing in air quotes, and I'm doing air quotes with my fingers like you can see it. Um, you need to follow that. It's not, um, what was that line from a movie? We aren't, they aren't uh, cafeteria, cafeteria Christians. You can't pick and choose what you want. You got to do it all. If you're going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to follow the teachings of this dude, of this guy, Jesus, then you got to follow them all. And one of them is, is actually being a good person and helping those that are in need. She needed help. She needed help. And there's ways of you being able to help without putting your organization in any kind of risk of overstepping bounds or choosing sides. And that, that, that pisses me off more than anything, regardless of whether or not it's true. I don't even care whether or not it's true. It's awful if it's true. Don't get me wrong. If she was raped and they're kicking her out for premarital sex, I hope Vision or is it Vision? Music school, I hope they end up getting closed yeah. down. Like, they need to not be a school anymore if you can't well, def- do something about that. Need to be, yeah, they definitely don't need to be overseeing young people in which, you know, things can happen because that is a total lack of uh, – it, it's kind of like you look the other way. And it's You know, somebody could be telling you, hey, a horrible analogy, and forgive me, but it would be like somebody going to tell somebody, hey, I was cooking – and now my kitchen's on fire, and then they'll be like, what? You weren't supposed to be cooking. And then try to find you for everything, and it's kind of like, well, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on here. And the fact that she came to them with an issue and the fact that you, this person that was accused of this was still in the same vicinity and same class as her. The mm-hmm. school pretty much like, no, you're still going to class for now, and then we'll look into it, and then when they felt that they could come back, like, hey, you know what? We didn't think about it. She had sex off campus. And then they went ahead and went past the bigger picture and pretty much came back and was like, you know what? Now that you told us about all this, come to think of it, you're not supposed to be sex. So now you got to sign this contract, and for the rest of the year, you, because you were allegedly assaulted, and because you were 
you know, had these things happen to you, you have to give up everything and now do all of this. And, and to me, that's just, that's, you know, you failed at this point of trying to help with a situation. Is there a perfect answer to this? No. 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 I'll answer that but, for you. No, there's not a perfect answer. But yeah. there's a way of doing it. There is a way of doing it, again, mm-hmm. without necessarily – they're saying they can't investigate it. But, oh, but we asked, and he said, he said, no, I didn't do that, but she did do this. <laughs> no. I, yeah. uh, cool. There's so cool. many things that are wrong. There's so yeah. many things that are wrong with this right now. No, that's 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 bullcrap. It is what we call it. And to that, mm-hmm. yes, definitely failed her. And I really hope that if you are sitting at a school this evening and you are a school that, you know, goes on deep beliefs that you have some type of plans in place, you can assist. And we're not saying – you know, go out and be vigilante and do everything yourself and then, you know, shoot first and ask questions later. But, my God, man, if somebody is coming to you with this situation, it is already a very delicate situation. you got to have staff on hand and, and, you know, uh, to or at least seek counsel of someone as to what the next steps should be. And they just kind of like jumped forward, looked at their small battles, and then to call her out, this was like victim shaming at its worst, to call her out on something that she did. And, and it was almost like saying, well, it's your fault it happened. And mm-hmm. but you shouldn't be doing it anyway. So now we're going to punish you. That's horrible. And that's not the way even good Christians should act. Just saying. So... um I am sure there will be hopefully some changes to the law and what, you know, support students can get. I just hope, though, that stories like this, when it comes out, does not stop people from saying something when something happens. Because it's stories like this. Unfortunately, with women, at least with women, we all talk. Like, I hate to break it down. We all talk. Um, but when when a woman is in a situation like that and reports it, and another woman who has had that situation happen either shortly after or before that person reports it and sees how that first woman is treated, that, that changes how we do things. Yeah, we yeah. go, well, if they're not going to help her, they're not going to help me. If they're going to kick her out for having sex, even though she was forced into it, they're going to kick me out for it, and I don't want to get kicked out for it. It ends up doing irreparable damage. Hmm. Irreparable? Whatever. It does damage (laughs) to to the system. People need advocates. Schools need student advocates. I don't know why any school would not have a student advocate. Somebody that can talk to another adult and be like, you guys are being stupid. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's had the, the, like the a... experience to be able to, like, take administration behind a closed door and slap them and be like, are you kind of... freaking kidding me? 
It's like the role of like an ombudsman, right? Yeah, kind of like that. You know, yeah. it's, it's kind of like somebody that's not afraid to tell these schools that you're doing wrong. You know, and not at the same time, you're not you're a neutral voice, where at the same time somebody has to be the voice of reason. And sadly enough, you're not going to get it from an administrative side that has to look at its bigger picture and not having its name sullied, and that's all they're looking at. And I'm not saying every school is like that, but there are particular ones. And in you know this case of schools that are too busy trying to quote protect their good name, oh, well, we can't have that happen here. We can't have situations like that happen here. This is a human rights situation. And if you mishandle this one, there are plenty of students that are watching this and would not want to come there. And if you handle it right, schools will be like, hey, that school stands up for its students. That's a place I would want to be. And they failed at all levels. Not much more you can put to that. So, nope. uh in Tennessee, Tennessee bill requiring a drunk driver to pay child support if they kill a parent during a crash passed unanimously in the state's Senate. The House Bill 1834 had already been approved unanimously in the House. The measure would force anyone convicted of vehicular homicide due to intoxication or aggravated vehicular homicide to pay restitution if the victim is the parent of a minor child. According to the bill, the court would determine the amount that is, quote, reasonable and necessary after considering several factors, including the financial needs and resources of the child, the financial resources and needs of the surviving parent or guardian of the child. If the child is in the custody of the state, the court would uh, consider the resources provided by the Department of Children's Services and the standard of living to which the child is accustomed. If the defendant is incarcerated and unable to pay, they're given one year after their release to begin payments. The payments will continue until the child reaches 18 and graduates from high school. Payments would not be required if the surviving parent or guardian of the child files a civil suit and obtains a judgment, according to the legislation. The bill was known as Bentley's Law for much of the legislative session. It was inspired by a Missouri grandmother whose son died in a crash along with his fiancée and four-month-old child. The crash caused by a drunk driver orphaned two children, five-year-old Bentley and three-year-old Mason. And I would say to Tennessee, bravo, I actually think there should be other laws like that as to where if someone is convicted of murdering somebody, I know for now that's just for drunk drivers, but I think that if there is a murder, whatever that person has coming for the rest of their natural God-given life should go to any survivors, even if it's a little bit of something. You get really little or next to nothing. But it starts here with the drunk driving bill. And when I read this, uh, it kind of hit home for me a little bit because there was a dear, sweet friend of mine. Um, she was killed uh, years back by a drunk driver who uh, she was just engaged to be married. She did not have any children yet, but um, he was in a car going about 120 miles an hour and hit her head on as he was going the wrong way. And this is nothing to play with people. I mean, it's heavy machinery and you, you decide to be stupid because I'm not going to, I'm not going to flower it for you. If you decide to drink and drive the consequences such as this one, that falls on you. And I'd say, bravo. They're, they're, I hope every state starts doing a law like this. I 100% agree. Yes. 
Like it's well, I don't know if, I don't know if it's well written or well thought out or, or anything, but it, 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 it makes sense. If you, if you are out there being dumb and drinking and driving, you need to live with those consequences. And just a slap on the wrist and you can't drive anymore is not a consequence. You took a person's life. Mm-hmm. You need to make up for it. I, I agree. There, I mean, you, you said it all. There's, there's nothing more I can add to that other than bravo. Like, yay, good. It's about time. Yeah, so bravo to them. Uh, awesome. Uh, let's take a live look at what is trending here on this Saturday night. The NFL draft is trending uh, as four, rounds four through seven concluded. Um, and then uh, Wellburton is trending as well as people discuss the prescription drugs. Wellburton and Adderall after Elon Musk tweeted that he thinks that, quote, Wellburton is way worse than Adderall. Uh, Ozark is trending as the part two of the fourth season of the crime drama Ozark drops on Netflix. The uh, last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs is trending. Uh, and then also uh, Neil Adams is trending as Neil Adams, comic book artist who revitalized Batman and fought for creators' rights, died at the age of 80. Uh, that is trending. And then uh, some sad news um, uh, earlier today where uh, word came of the death of country singer uh, Naomi Judd. Um, mm-hmm. I do know that um, she was scheduled uh, tomorrow along uh, with daughter Winona to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Uh, we don't know what happened yet. Uh, what we do know is that it was probably unexpected. Um, the announcement, which came uh, from both of uh, her daughters, of course, including daughter Ashley, uh, it said, and quote, that today we sisters experienced a tragedy. We lost our beautiful mother to the disease of mental illness. Uh, we are shattered. We are navigating profound grief and know that we, as we loved her, she was loved by our public. We are in unknown territory. Uh, and like I said, they were uh, to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame tomorrow, and they had just announced an arena tour to begin in the fall, their first tour together in a decade. Uh, I do believe a few weeks ago, uh, yeah, they had performed at the CMT Music Awards earlier this month. Um, so definitely um, there will probably be more that comes out. Uh, no one wants to speculate as to what has occurred, but she did battle some issues uh, over the last few years. Um, And then also uh, trending tonight uh, is Wordle315X, as people tried to guess today's five-letter word and six tries or fewer in the brain teaser Wordle. Um, Have you ever played that? No, I haven't, but uh, I, I didn't even know what it was before. Now that I know what it is, it's like, mm. <laughs> You know, for what it seems like, you know what it reminds me of? Do you remember the Scrabble? game show? Yeah, Scrabble. <laughs> like, <"Arr." laughs> yeah. It reminds me of Scrabble. Uh, that's exactly what it does. That's why I was like, Wordle. I was like, it's Scrabble. 
I mean, that, all you got to do is just get Chuck Willery. Oh, not Chuck Willery now, but uh, all you got to do is just find somebody to host a game show, and I'm pretty sure they'll probably have a Wordle game show at some point. Um, and we'll all be thinking Scrabble. Uh, also today, which was trending, was Independent Bookstore Day, as it is held on the last Saturday in April. And I do love my bookstores, and especially if you have a chance, uh, get to your independent bookstore. Um, another interesting story of note <laughs> uh, came uh, recently. Now, you and I all are aware of offices and what they sometimes do for folks' birthdays. A Kentucky man with an anxiety disorder asked his former employer not to celebrate his birthday because it triggered panic attacks. When the company, Gravity Diagnostics, ignored his request, they had a surprise lunchtime celebration for him on August 7, 2019, and he got upset. Days later, he was fired, according to a lawsuit, uh, which was filed in the Kenton County Court against the company. And on March 31st, a jury awarded him $450,000. The jury found that he suffered, quote, an adverse employment action because of his anxiety disability. The saga began, or saga, or saga, or whatever you want to pronounce it, uh, began in August of 2019 when Kevin Burling told his office manager that he did not want to celebrate his birthday because it would trigger a panic attack. Now, the company has a practice of having birthday celebrations at the office for employees, and pretty much they went forward. And he stated at that point, after he suffered uh, some anxieties due to that, and then things kind of went more downhill in regards to him and his job. And, yeah, now fast forward to now where he was awarded 450 I think that's quite a bit to be awarded for. I'm not one to say. <laughs> I just think that that's like that's a high amount to be for something that triggered something. But. It's the court system. I know if I'm sitting as a juror in the court, I'm like, hey, give him twenty five thousand, we'll be all right. <laughs> Four fifty, I guess. But um, valid or uh, I'm not gonna say invalid, but your thoughts? Uh, one, they shouldn't have had the birthday. It doesn't matter if it triggers panic attacks or it doesn't. If somebody says, I don't like my birthday being celebrated, you don't celebrate the birthday. So the first thing wrong is that the business didn't listen. I don't care if that's your, that's your policy, that's what you do. If somebody goes, I don't want to celebrate my birthday, you go, okay, and don't celebrate the birthday. That's how that works. Pretty easy. It's just another day. Just another day at work. So that's number one. But number two, um, that 450000 that's a lot. Yeah. 450k is a lot. I'm wondering if they did it for like, hey, if he has to work for the rest of his life, if he worked the rest of his like career at this business, then this is what he would earn. But no one works the rest of their career no. at a business anymore. No. You know what I'm saying? No. Like nobody really <laughs> right. does. I'm looking at like, I'm at 15 with mine, and I'm going. I wonder how many more I can get out of this before I can go into a different position in a different place for the last five, you know, like that's what I'm looking at. And that's 15 years. Like it's unheard of. Um, it's usually between like five and 10 when people start 
kind of shopping around. So if in five years he's earning 450000 then you definitely should have listened to him because that means he's making six figures bank. And that's high enough on the food chain that you probably should have shut up and not done it. Um, right. I think the amount is a little high. I don't know what all the details are behind it, but just on the face value, the amount is really high. But the company did F up. So kind of like a win for him because the company messed up and he got this much money. Right. That's why like, I part of me wants to try that with my with my business. No, I'm just I felt conflicted about that because I mean, but I felt conflicted about that because I'm like, well, yeah, they shouldn't have done it. But four hundred fifty thousand is still a lot of money, and I just mm-hmm. don't think that for what it was worth was that. I don't think it was worth a four hundred fifty thousand dollars settlement. I don't know. I, you know, there's no precedent on it, but I was like, even if it triggered something, you got over. It. Now you're really going to get over it because I'm pretty sure you're not suffering after you know, August. You probably were okay with it. You probably were a little pissed that they did it, but, eh, you know. Does that mean that he been... can't uh, – maybe they're doing it with the – he has such bad anxiety he can't work in, like, in a proper workplace. So they're know. giving him you know, what he it, would normally I – just I don't, I don't think the amount it, is right. The amount is a little high for me. But anxiety can be bad. So yes, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to dis anxiety. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to dis anxiety. He probably did, but the company did f up. All they had to do was oh. not do it. All I know is that if I'm that company, <laughs> every year, every year on his birthday, I would have somebody follow him and see if he goes out and celebrates his birthday. So <laughs> I'm like, and, you no, should not be I'm going out company, anywhere. There's no more birthdays ever. Are you kidding? <laughs> probably, no, probably. We're not celebrating like, anything. We're not y'all like having Christmas birthday parties. <laughs> sucks to be you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, sucks to be you. Nothing nothing gets celebrated at this company no more. <laughs> One person nope. ruined it for all of them. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's bad. It's bad. That's a bad thing to do, too. Like, celebrations are, are, are a good thing. But, again, it should always be voluntary. So if somebody doesn't like it, then you can easily say, I don't like it, and go away. Or, hey, don't celebrate. I know somebody in my department that does not celebrate at work any of the cardinal celebrations, Uh, Christmas, um, you know, professional day, uh, potlucks, birthdays. They just don't do it. But they're allowed to make that decision, and nothing is ever forced on them. Like, come on, do this. No. We all stop. We're like, that's their decision. They don't want to do it. Hands up. We're going to go celebrate over here. Well, you know what? From here on out, if I see him coming, uh, I will be like, hey, you know what about your birthday, my man? I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you. you, (laughs) We don't care. We don't care. We don't care. Oh, but um, going to take one more retro moment commercial. Then on the other side, yay or nay, and if we have time, uh, an after dark topic. This is page one on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> now your Enzo Extra Tiger has an extra punch, a brand new extra punch. 
no other gasoline has ever had before. And go extra gives you more. Go with the Tiger. Do it now. See your end. Go dealer for a What's the extra punch in new Enco Extra? It's the extra punch that delivers extra power, extra mileage, and only the Enco Tiger has it. In fact, new Enco Extra is so unique, it's the first and only gasoline of its kind anywhere in the world. You get extra power in new Enco Extra, and you keep using it, you'll also get extra mileage. Use new Enco Extra. Get the extra punch for extra power and extra mileage. Get the extra punch and extra power. Gasoline from your Enco Tiger Team. Try your local Enco station for more details. <laughs> I feel like that old route's <laughs> right afterwards. Yes. Gas back then at your Enco station was $5.29. <laughs> You're listening to page one. Not total um, either. That's per gallon. Right. <laughs> yeah, they took your kids if you couldn't pay. Um, but time for yay or nay. A uh, few stories tonight from the yay or nay files. The first one comes from Fairfax, Virginia. Home in Fairfax, Virginia sold this month above the asking price, even though it comes with an unusual feature, a stranger living in the basement. The five-bedroom, four-bathroom house sold for $805,000 to an unnamed buyer on April 15th, according to public records. The listing agent uh, said that the home received five cash offers and closed less than a week after it was listed. The listing generated headlines and noting that buying a home required, quote, acknowledgement that home will convey with a person living in the lower level with no lease in place. No access to see lower level than listing added. Two days after the home was listed, the Instagram account Zillow Gone Wild posted about it, noting that it came with a specific clause in the purchase price. The post garnered 35,000 likes and comments from users speculating about the identity of the basement tenant and poking fun at the unusual circumstances of the sale. 800 k for five bed, four bath, and your own serial killer, a user commented. Is the basement haunted? Feels like the basement is haunted, another wrote. Before the sale closed, uh, the realtor told the New York Post that the seller was an elderly man who was ill in the hospital and who had offered the basement dweller a place to stay three years ago after she cleaned his home and convinced him that she needed a place to stay. So he offered her the basement, but then she never left, and she does not pay rent. The agent told the Post that the man's family was hoping to sell the home before he died because he didn't have a will and that they didn't have the money to hire a lawyer to work on the eviction. Uh, the realtor declined to comment to NBC News on the circumstances of the seller or the basement dweller. A neighbor told WTTGTV that a woman and her daughter live in the basement. The listing describes the lower level as, quote, a walkout basement with a legal bedroom, full bath, storage, and large living area. The home was built in 1964 and sold for 219997 The listing notes that the home needs work, estimating that the required repairs and replacements would cost $25,000. Uh, photos show the kitchen counter strewn with empty bottles, deteriorating outdoor furniture on the deck, and rotting window frames. Now, to claim squatters' rights in Virginia, a person has to live in a place for 15 years and not hide the fact that they're living there. Uh, the realtor told NBC News that she attributes the quick sale to, quote, the strong market. 
Limited inventory of homes in Northern Virginia continue to fuel the market that makes all sales possible when price right, she wrote in the text. Uh, yay or nay to buying a home with <laughs> someone that you don't know that's living there, you can't go down there, and you have no access to it, even though you paid for the home. Uh, that would be a nay for me, dog. <laughs> like, are they even alive? Like, really? Are they really even alive? Like, are they, like, is it a... <laughs> I, that noise I, I, is not a noise that I normally hear from you, so I'm gonna go with you don't know. It's definitely a no for me, dog. Yeah, I I, I don't know, man. <laughs> that's that's a huge no. <laughs> I don't know if they're still alive. Uh, I'm taking it that they are. All I know is that if that's the case, I better not see or hear you, and you better not be coming upstairs to build night. <laughs> right. As Biggie once said, it's going to be a lot of uh, slow singing and flower bringing you do that. So uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Not to get into the house? No. 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 (laughs) I can't go down there. You paid nothing. You paid nothing. You know what I would do? I I don't know how it could be done, but I would have the power shut off in that lower level. You would not have access to it. You can light a candle. You'll be all right. <laughs> so, one um, of the other um, stories here that, um, for yay or nay, as I'm actually uh, listening tonight, because, uh, by the way, here in Chicago, we are experiencing some thunderstorms and uh, uh, possible tornadoes. So, hopefully, uh, <laughs> our power holds on. Uh, but uh, a Florida man skipped bathroom breaks to set a new Spider-Man No Way Home viewing record. Ramiro Alanis watched the film 292 times from December to March, setting a Guinness World Record for most cinema productions attended of the same film. Uh, he claims, uh, he says he sat through Spider-Man No Way Home about five times a day between the film's release in December until March. To reach the record, he watched the film without interruptions, meaning while, while the movie was playing, he couldn't do things like use his phone, take naps, or use the restroom. He had previously set the record watching Avengers Endgame 191 times, overtaking Joanne, uh, Joanne Connor of Australia, who previously held the record for watching Bohemian Rhapsody 108 times in 2019. In a statement, Alana said the record had a special meaning to him. He says, I'm happy uh, I got to take my record back, despite Spider-Man No Way Home being a great movie. Achieving this record once again has a personal meaning, and I dedicate it to my grandma, one day, who passed away in 2019 before my record with Endgame was made official. Uh, he has uh, experienced the bathroom heartbreak in the past. Well, he was uh, setting a previous record with 191 viewings of Avengers Endgame. Eleven attempts were disqualified because he went to the bathroom. Because Endgame is longer than Spider-Man, Alana said, holding off on bathroom breaks this time wasn't much of a challenge because he had, quote, learned to hold it till between screenings. Uh, For the Spider-Man run to count, he had to submit a ticket stub for each viewing, and statements were taken from theater attendants after every viewing. He said he struggled with headaches during the evening viewings and said he felt he could recite the entire film after having seen it so many times. He estimated to be spent $3,400 on tickets. 
In a tweet, he said he hadn't been contacted by Marvel or Sony after his record-breaking stint. He said he's already planning uh, what record he wants to break next. This time, he will leave the movie theater behind and head to gym as he trains for longest dead hang while holding 100 pounds. Uh, yay or nay to uh, trying to do such a record. I mean, congratulations for having that goal, but I'm, like, rolling my eyes over here. Seriously? Like, the goals he has. Like, uh, uh, can I do a maybe? <laughs> like, in between, yay and <laughs> Like, oh. I'm all for having the, the gumption to do it, but then, like, there are so many other things you could do. Other than, I, I, and I'm talking like he went to like oh he's training for a deadlift with a hun- like a dead hang sorry with a hundred pounds tied to his ankles. Ooh. <laughs> I'm excited. That's stuff that that would impress me on a first date. Let me tell you what. I need to stop I talking. Take it I take it you're not impressed. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. No, no, I'm not. Give me a bike rider with a pot belly, and that'll be fine. That'll impress me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, it's um. I was like, you, you know, I did the slow clap, and I was like, mm, I'm not impressed. <laughs> Right, not impressed. Not impressed. Oh, man. But um, the next story that we have here, because I saved it till late because it is kind of late in the show, um, uh, I will say, and I will give the forewarning, that if you do have kids in the room, uh, the following story is uh, for mature audiences only. So you have a second to scoop wow, them out so of the nice. way. Or... Get them out. Put them in bed. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> um, get out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, get them out of the room because, um, yes, it is a mature story. So, no, we, we're going to be nice and we're going to be kind because I don't uh, – people saying, oh, I was listening to it with my kid in tow and you said a story that they didn't have to hear. So, yeah, that's why I was kind of holding on here. And now that they're gone, I can – go forward with this story, but this comes from the Huffington Post this week, and it was quite interesting. Uh, It was six of the most common sexual fantasies, according to sex therapists. Uh, It says that your weird, quote-unquote, fantasies are more popular than you think. And it says that in everyday life, most of us aren't walking around talking about our greatest sexual fantasies and desires. For sex therapists, however, such conversations are all in a day's work. Uh, Their clients tend to bring up certain turn-ons time and time again, giving these professionals a good sense of what's popular across the board. And they ask their network of sex therapists to share the fantasies their clients mentioned most frequently. What they told them uh, that, and this is in no particular order, (laughs) that one was having a threesome. Uh, Singles and couples alike fantasize about having three people in the bedroom. Part of the appeal is the sensual overload, so many different body parts all intertwine. A lot of couples like the idea of a threesome for bringing some spark and excitement back to the bedroom. Uh, Also on the list, 
dominance and submission. Uh, they said that they saw both men and women interested in dominance and submission, and while men are generally more interested in dominating and women more interested in being dominated, this isn't always the case. Some women are dominant and some men submissive. Fantasies of domination are about power, feeling like you are fully in control of an experience and that the other person will submit to your every whim. Uh, there are two super sexy things about submission. The first is the feeling that the sub has all of the attention of their dom, their full focus. The second is the feeling of letting go of control and being taken or used for the pleasure of another. Uh, I'm going to go at least the first three or four. Uh, foot play. Now, this was something that was not shocking really to me uh, because there are a lot more of you out there than I care to know. <laughs> not that I have an issue with it, but so many times on Twitter, I cannot tell you how many times that someone has posted a picture and there's always that one or two within the group. Show us your feet. Uh, foot and shoe fantasies are very common with mostly men reporting them. The fantasies could include being uh, pretty much stimulated by a foot being walked on, usually in shoes, or just visualizing different types of shoes to get aroused. Really. The image of a foot in a particular type of shoe is very stimulating to some people. The fantasy often starts when people are very young. And it says, when you think about it, how shoes are sold and displayed, it's not surprising that some people eroticize them. It can get stronger when it's kept secret, which it often is, or when a partner is upset about it. Then the foot fantasy becomes stronger through association with shame being forbidden fruit. Your thoughts so far? Any of these surprise you? <laughs> No, surprisingly, no. None of them surprise me. None of them surprise me. Um, only feet instead of only fans. We've already started that on Discord, so come on over. Um, I believe it started as a dumpster fire, but we can we can add it. We can make it. We can make a whole new thing. Um, not surprising. There are people that I've talked to that will actually like threesome. That's I don't know anybody that's not had that fantasy at least once in their life. The sub-dom, again, especially with Fifty Shades of Grey, come on. Mm-hmm. That's in the open now. And the, but the feet thing, there are people that I've talked to, they're like, yeah, I look at the person's feet. I'm like, hello, their face. Like, do you not like their face? And they're like, no, because if she takes care of her feet, she takes care of everything else. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so gross. You know? <laughs> like, this is why... This is why you and I are not going to ever date. Um, no, but, it, yeah, no, it's none of it surprises me so far. So far. Yes. How far are you going in? So, uh, How deep are we diving? Uh, I'm, I've, got, I've got a few more. <laughs> uh, for straight people, having sex with someone of the same sex, uh, we tend to think of sexual orientation as binary, uh, heterosexual or homosexual, but these categories are socially constructed concepts that may speak to our general sexual desires but miss the nuance of our innate sexual uh, fluidity and curiosity. When we fantasize about being sexual with someone of the same sex, we get to ponder what it would be like to be touched in ways that are both foreign and familiar uh, when we touch ourselves and to break free from some of the gender assumptions that we normally enact. This from a sex therapist and author of She Comes First, C-O-M-E-S, so the thinking man's got to pleasure your woman. Uh, the other one was giving your partner multiple I orgasms. I like it. Sorry, keep on. 
That's right. Uh, the other one was giving your par- partner multiple orgasms. For heterosexual men, bar none, the most consistent fantasy they hear year after year is about having an enthusiastic partner who is having a generally good time and is freely expressive and responsive to his touch. It may be memories from a previous particularly hot sexual experience, or it may be images from porn, or it may be fantasy about a secret crush, but in every case, the woman is enjoying herself immensely and having multiple orgasms. And I've heard you say something over there, which I know that you want to add something. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just, nope, 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 mm-hmm. I, I agree. Are you kidding? That's one of my fantasies. Uh, yeah, I would, I would love it. Like, I don't know that I can, but that's a fantasy. Not with a well. Maybe with a woman. I haven't thought about it with a woman yet. Um, uh, no. <laughs> Teasing. Um, no, y'all know. I, I, again, not surprising. Men want enthusiastic partners. They don't want, you know, the dead cold fish just laying there. Well, some do. Let's back that up. Some men like it where their, their lady is just like, let me, you know, just lay there and let me do my thing. But, I, I'm I I like an enthusiastic partner, and it's way more fun when you do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it also said here that uh, when their partner is super turned on, it makes them even more excited, which enhances their sexual satisfaction. It also helps a guy's ego if he feels he's competent in bed. Um, and the next one was, and I don't know about I don't know about this one, watching your partner have sex with somebody else. With so many of us striving to be in monogamous relationships, there's something inherently provocative and taboo about the fantasy of watching our partner have sex with someone else, watching another's hand touch our partner's body or another's mouth kiss our partner's mouth reinforces our partner's desirability while making a predictable attachment suddenly feel unpredictable, taking us back to the early days of infatuation. In the position of the voyeur, even in your own imaginations, we can be in power with our watchful gaze are uh, powerless. Either way, through the lens and lieu of uh, lens of fantasy, pain becomes pleasure. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with that one, dog. Um. <laughs> I, I yeah. mean, I get it. I understand it. It's the, uh, at least in my opinion, and, it, and maybe I'm, I'm misunderstanding it, but if that's happening and then later your partner comes back to you, it's like, yeah, see. I do better. I can see that being part of it. Not something I fantasize about, but that would be <laughs> that I can understand. I'm very much, I'm selfish and jealous. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yes, I, no, I, I'm with you. I'm a little selfish and not sure I would want to, that to happen. So, um, but, yeah, that is uh, the six things that they found from that. Um, none of those are really surprising. Uh, those are the most common. All... So, yeah, that's not very surprising. I mean, a lot of us have the same kind of – we're all kind of built. Regardless of change these days, like cis binary by I'm just making up stuff now I feel like trans asexual etc <laughs> we're all just kind of <laughs> and I'm not I'm not laughing because I think it's dumb I'm laughing because I am so uneducated about it and I'm trying I'm really trying but 
with everything that's out there, the the rainbow of, of possibilities for sexuality, um, I think we're all kind of built the same. We all kind of have those same fantasies, the difference being which end of the spectrum you're on. Mm-hmm. So your your fantasy for a threesome might be different than your fantasy for um, having, and maybe you have a fantasy as a gay person of having sex with a straight person you know, somebody of the opposite sex. It could be any of those things. But I think we're all kind of built the same, so those fantasies are kind of built the same. They play on power and uh, ego and, like, satisfaction. So it makes sense. The feet thing still. That's kind of high up for me, but... Mm. Yeah, it, uh, it's like... Actually, it's I down low. It's on the floor. Here, here's the thing. I get it because... I get it, but I... Hmm. I'm gonna be careful with how I answer this question. Okay. We're 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 in the after dark section. We still get together. Here's the thing. I'm still getting used to that because it's like for so long, you know, everybody thought from like top to bottom, and then you never really went south of there. And there are people who go south of there. And like I said, I get it. Like, you know. The only thing is that even as a guy, I don't mind giving someone a nice foot massage. Um, And if you go into other things, you know, yeah, I guess like overall, like getting off on that, I, there are a lot of people that do. I don't see it. (laughs) I mean, everybody likes a nice foot, but it's not one of those things where it's kind of like, um, that's going to like make me look like the cartoon character with the smoke coming from me and the like hearts go all out. <laughs> you know, it, it's just like, I'm still trying to understand that. Uh, and there are a lot of people who, you know, that's like number one for them. It's like, that's all they care about. They don't care about the other things that traditionally other people care about or the other body parts that other people traditionally care about. And that's for them there. That's, what gets them going. So still learning about So what gets you going? Can we can we do can we dive into that tonight? I don't know how much time we have left. Because we're at like ninety minutes right now. I can tell you what mine is if that makes it easier. No well, I mean we got thirty minutes. Well I mean you know we can do that. I mean this is the this is the after dark adult chat. No, we can we can talk about that tonight. But no, I mean you, you can <laughs> <laughs> no, I well, mean, I guess, you were I guess saying, if we're going to do, giving somebody a good gonna... foot massage does get some people off. You were saying, like, it does get them aroused. Like, that's the thing. That's like, woo, hello, hi, how you doing? What's funny is, you were talking about other body parts. It's not about body parts for me. I mean, yes, there are body parts that I go, oh, hi, how you doing? Um, and everybody does. They're innate. But, what really gets me going, I have to have my mind engaged. Like, I have to be, mm, I, I hate to say mentally simula- simulated because that means, makes it sound like you have to, like, talk, you know, sports or be smart or whatever. But I like having a good class. I like being able to have a good time. But it's kind of the word of the day is. Um, no, it, oh, Sensuous. Um, no, it, it's one of those things where if I can connect 
emotionally and mentally with the person, and they make me laugh. That's mm-hmm. that. They could be but ugly. I mean, luckily, <laughs> they're not. But they could be but ugly. <laughs> I'm like, trying. Yes, please. Here's the thing. I have heard that, and the thing is, is that it works for some guys and then for other. That I think that's why, like, for some comedians, you know, um, especially, uh, sorry, Pete Davidson, but um, <laughs> like for some guys, if they could make somebody laugh, it's kind of like that. That's it, you know, because it's 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 a stimulating and they're funny. You know, I I get that because that that's. That's what kind of happens. And it, you know, it's like I once told somebody, and they didn't believe me because I told them. I was like, you know, I said, if part of that person, if they can't really carry a decent conversation, I said, they could look like Kim Kardashian, and I would not be interested because the conversation would be one side. It wouldn't last long, and you wouldn't know how to maintain, like, even, like, talking or relationship in general because you're just not stimulated. Like I said, for me, it's it's so many different things in so many different people. Because here's the thing: I'm an open person when it comes to different things that um, I'm interested in because it's a little bit all over the place. Because it can range from just like, you know, and it's not body parts. I don't want to like leave it on that. But here's the thing: I'm interested in all different shapes, sizes, people, colors. Doesn't matter. Um, it just has to be or look like a beautiful person from the inside. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, bull crap. No, because in the first few minutes, if, you know, you are a person that seems like you are not standoffish, because this is where, and I'm going to help a lot of people out here tonight. If you are someone that has been burned in the past and you've got an assumption about other people and you're standoffish, you're going to find it very hard to reattach to somebody because the thing is, is that for a lot of people, if they don't feel like you're a person, and I'm not saying you got to be like just naive and be like, oh, everybody come talk to me. But you have to be somebody that's kind of like receiving and warm and receiving because in those first few seconds, if you're not a person like that and you kind of like are edgy and just like drama, it's kind of like a turnoff to me because I don't want to have to deal with that. There are a lot of people who just live off of trauma, and I never really liked that. You know, for me, it is, you know, the simple thing. Somebody that's like an open person who, you know, likes to talk or who enjoys life or who is nice to other people. It's the little things. And, you know, for, you know, I, I see that list. And the funny thing for me is that, and I know this is going to sound cliche-ish, but I am more probably of a giver than a taker. I love it more when someone does not mind um, probably a giver in that sense because those are the things that I like to do because I like to know that I kind of did that. It's like I said, it's like ego. Um, But... Yeah, like I said, I know when it comes to be a little bit different because there's a lot of different, um, you know, things that I like. Um, but it's not, you know, it's 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 
pretty much it runs across different boards. And I know for some of you, you've seen people who I will retreat and like and put as a WCW or whatever else, and it's not the same person or a particular type of person. It, it could be anybody because I find something attractive about them. And so, yeah, it's it's you know, like I say, when it comes to the other little different things, I mean, yes, there's some truth to all of that. I see that. I get it. And, um, yeah, but no, I, I get that. So, mm-hmm. All right, so the no, more you know moment. Also, yes. confidence, but not overconfidence. There yes. is a difference, and there's a fine line to walk. And there are days when I am not confident, and when, I, when I'm not confident, I feel like the world looks at me and sees, you know, what I, my evil twin inside that I ate last year uh, sees. <laughs> and then when I am confident, it's like, wow, all these people are talking to me, and they're like, oh, you're so great. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Um, but there is, there is a delicate balance between confidence and overconfidence. And the people that can strike that balance between confidence and funny and engaging, I guess, would be a good way of doing it. Oh, so attractive. So attractive. Now you know. The more you know. I expect um, lots of pictures and DMs and go for it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please don't. Please careful don't. what you ask for. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> I have something. That person, if they're listening, I don't mind DMs and lots of pictures from you. But let everybody else please know. <laughs> Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> I know, right? Tomorrow my email is going to be just full. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can email me at MarianLavar, page one at OnlyFeet.com. Meantime, for you ladies. No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But yes, no, I I get it. So, no, that's interesting. I I feel like we should do more of these after dark. um, Oh, it'd be so much fun. Yeah. I think it Maybe even get to know you kind of stuff. Yes. Getting to know you. Yeah. Um, oh, God. No, I, I didn't go there. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> that was a note that should not be heard. I, I, I did not do that. Um, so, yes, but uh, no, with that, uh, the clock on the wall is telling us that um, it is just about, I mean, we got 20. We talked way too much today. <laughs> no, you know, here's the thing. Every week we have up to two. Uh, this is the wonderful thing. We've got two hours to do this. Perhaps you only hear about an hour. Perhaps you probably might get us for 90 minutes. We really do have two hours. I could go two hours. Doesn't matter. Um, and as a matter of fact, we've got. Oh, we could go two hours. Talk. That's what she said. Yes. <laughs> I I was going to go there and I did not. I was being That's nice. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to. But I was being nice. So um 
but nope. no, I like these conversations because this is really what <laughs> it's it's really an interesting you know note. But yeah, I mean, no, I I, I like doing this. Maybe Friday night we will pick this up and we will probably talk about it again and um, maybe do it after uh, the first hour. Um, but yeah, no, I like these uh, moments. So with that, uh, did you have any shout outs this week? Um. We had a birthday last week that we missed, so happy happy birthday, Alexander. Um, like, I miss you guys from the U.K. I know a couple of them have been listening in, so thank you for the support, and I appreciate it. I'm just kidding. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not that emotional. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I really am. Um, so thank you guys for from listening overseas and everybody that listens, really. Um, thank you for all the support and um, yay May! Like this year is going by fast. I can't believe it's almost May. Mhm. Yes, it is. Um, we uh, did miss. Um, I, I didn't talk about it the last time we were on because I think it was still very new, um, or I may have, and I just don't remember it. But I did lose a pet. I did. We did talk about it. Um, we did get his ashes back, so that's, that's an, the next step of the grieving process for us. So thank you for everybody that sent out their well wishes in the last couple of weeks and the support and um, the memories. Because uh, I heard a lot of the same similar stories that I got from uh, LeVar, from other people. And that made me feel really good. So thank you to those guys. And before I cry, I think that's it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, stories, oh, as I always say, help. And um, it's a process. And, and, you know, whether you have lost a beloved pet or family member or, you know, whoever you have lost, uh, there's no timetable to grief. Um, and as I always tell people, I think when we mourn the loss of someone that we love, you know, it just goes to show just how much we love them, uh, more or less, you know, morning period for that but uh no it's it's don't ever let anybody tell you a time period or tell you oh you'll get over it you never get over it you just get through it so um but no i want to thank all of you out there for listening of course and like i said to our friends across the pond who listen to us as well good day um i know that was bad but (laughs) thank you for listening (laughs) Um, which I know I'll probably hear about. Uh, <laughs> by the way, just to make up for it, I'll do this real quick. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, every time I mess up, I will do that for the trust upon. And then they'll probably tell me, just stop it, Lamar. Don't do that. And then they'll probably call me a wanker and, and we'll call it a but, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but to all of you who are listening and uh, who comment, uh, thank you. And to all of you who have smart ass comments, um, don't care. <laughs> you find yourself blocked. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do that today. Um, but yes, 
it's positive vibes here, people, and always try to be positive to anybody because everybody's doing their own thing. And I've already said my piece over on Twitter at News Comet BTR. So, uh, but no, until next we meet, which will be next Friday night for Mary. I am Lavar. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next week. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Thanks for listening to Page One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.